0: Hey, welcome, 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 welcome. <laughs> how how, how, are, how are you doing today, Sarah?
1: I'm good, how are you?
0: Good, good. So, uh, let's just get right into it. Welcome to our podcast called...
1: Out of Our Mind. Is that what it's is called?
0: It, is it? Is I, it? Think it's, I think it's Out of Your Mind.
1: Out of Your Mind. I don't
0: know. It, something about the mind. <laughs> well,
1: mine, our, yours, everyone's mind.
0: <laughs> if you guys were wondering, we're in this podcast and we're going to be talking about psychology and uh, everything about... <laughs> psychology. Yeah, we're going to be talking about like uh everything. Mhm. Literally, literally everything. Um But before we start talking about psychology, we're going to kind of introduce ourselves to you. Uh, Sarah, you can go first.
1: Sure. Um, So, like uh, Chandler said, my name is Sarah. Um, I recently graduated from Cal State Long Beach with um, a bachelor's degree in psychology. And I'll be starting my master's program in about a week and a half. So, yeah. And this is Chandler.
0: Yeah, I'm Chandler. Um, I am a... I guess I'm going to my last semester as a psychology major at Cal State Long Beach, which is kind of an important point we want to make. We're not like professional psychologists or anything, so we're learning here. Like, this whole podcast is going to be about us learning more about uh, this profession that we decided to try to go into, so.
1: And uh, we want to take you guys on that journey. Um, Yeah.
0: Yeah, so, uh, yeah, like I said, I'm uh, going into my last semester at Cal State Long Beach, Um, so yeah, me and Sarah know each other from school and we kind of had this like crazy idea about starting this podcast about psychology and what is psychology and, uh, different like research that's been done in psychology. And we've got, um, I mean, at least I have some like ideas for future episodes, but we got these first couple of episodes that we know we're going to do for you guys. And this first one is going to be kind of a interesting one.
1: Yeah, so we're going to be talking about what psychology is. Um, It's a very broad subject, and a lot of people are interested in it, but not too many people know actually how far-reaching it is. Um, There are a lot of, I guess, branches that psychology taps into, you know, the industrial world, engineering, personality, all those types of things. So um, we're just going to be touching on a few of those uh, today, and then we'll be talking about more in future episodes.
0: Yeah, and so when we first started talking about uh, doing a What is Psychology podcast, um, we got really, really excited because we wanted to talk about all of it. Um, but unfortunately, we were only going to have like 30 to 45 minutes to talk about it. <laughs> but we also realized if we keep going th- with this podcast, we're going to have tons of time to talk about everything. So we're going to only be talk- touching about like the basic and what the basic definition of psychology is. But... I guess before we do that we actually got some quotes from some of our friends and family about uh, trying to ask what is psychology? Ch- trying to like see what people think psychology is and trying to kind of build off of those definitions. So uh, I think Sarah you had a you had a recording.
1: Sure, and I'll play that now. <clears throat> when I when I think of psychology, I think of Freud therapy, um, marriage counseling, um, also analyzing people and analyzing their thoughts and why they do certain things, um,
0: yeah, so, uh, who, who was that, Sarah?
1: That was my twin sister, Stephanie, who also attends Cal State in Long Beach.
0: Shout out to you, Steph. <laughs> um, <coughs> sorry. I'm gonna get that out. I really thought that that was a really, uh, I that was a really interesting answer, and I thought that was kind of like the, uh, like the um, answer that almost everyone wants to give
1: mm-hmm. about
0: like psychology. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, definitely. You know, a lot of people think it's all about therapy, or you know, Freud is like the icon of psychology. Mm-hmm. He's like the real starting point. So
0: and that's a that's a really funny <laughs> thing because. Um, like as this podcast, we're probably going to be talking about a lot of Freudian concepts and a lot of like psychoanalysis. Mm-hmm. Um, but the funny thing is that like that's not really a thing that a lot of people believe in anymore.
1: Yeah, actually, a lot of um, a lot of psychologists that are. Professionals in the field now are actually trying to, you know, move away from that branch because um, Freud is not well liked in the psychology world today. (laughs) It's funny
0: because you can actually sit in one of our psychology classes and almost every single one of them, except for maybe my statistics classes. Almost every single one of them, I've heard uh, the professor mention Freud, and you just turn around and see every student rolling their eyes. <laughs> like, do we have to hear this crap again? <laughs> and it's it's really funny because you know I'm not a big fan of Freud. I re, I'm tired of hearing about him in every mm-hmm. one of my classes. But I it it's funny because you do recognize the importance of his like contribution to the field. You know, Definitely. it's kind of undeniable. Mm-hmm. Um, but with that said, I don't know if uh, the Freudian approach is necessarily the best way to define psychology. Um, I think, I guess, sh- throwing out the first definition of psychology, I can, would be psychology is like the study of behavior. Um, yeah. Psychology is the study of what we do and why we do it. Um, mm-hmm. And it it's not limited necessarily to just the brain because there are psychologists who are dedicated to studying like environmental factors on how people behave, right?
1: Yeah, definitely. And um, another term that comes up in psychology a lot is the biopsychosocial... Um, factors. Mm. So if you break that down, it's, you know, three different concepts. The bio is the biology part, which is, like, what's going on in your brain, and your body, you know, like, the chemical, you know, things that are going on. Um, then the psycho is, like, you know, the unconscious, like, what's, um, you know, your thoughts and cognitions and stuff like that. And then lastly, we have the social factor, which is, you know, influences outside of your body. So, you know, environmental factors or social factors with people. So that's another um, concept that comes up a lot in psychology as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I actually had uh, a recording where I thought, uh, you know, it was a a really good answer from, uh, this is going to be from my roommate, John. I think he gave a really good answer, but it was still kind of lacking. Not like the definition that I gave was like more broad or more full or anything, but he gave a really good definition, but there's one thing in the answer that I kind of really want to touch on. Here he goes. Alright, so this is my roommate, John. What's up, John? What's up, Chandler? Alright, so, um, what do you think psychology is? Like, tell me about psychology.
1: Well, I've, uh, I always kind of thought it to mean, like, the study of, uh, human behavior and
0: human thought, and kind of how it, uh, how it's connected to the, uh, You know, the chemistry of the brain and the, I guess, is that, that's like psychiatry, isn't it? Like, the actual chemicals. But you're not necessarily wrong. Yeah, that's that's always kind of what I
1: thought of it to be, like the study of human behavior
0: and human thought. Yeah, so, uh, I thought that was a really good definition from John, so props to you, John, shout out. Uh, by the way, uh, he was just getting a cup of water and washing a couple of dishes when he was answering that, so that explains (laughs) the, uh the watery noises in the background, um, just in case you thought it was something else. But uh, the the two things I really wanted to touch about was, um, he said, well, that's the definition of psychiatry, isn't it? And um, I guess, partially, yes, mm-hmm. but... The thing about is is that, like, that kind of lives in the neighborhood that we live in. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, they're v- both, like, two very related fields, you know? Like, psychiatry is driven by um, not, like, necessarily fixing psychological problems, but, like, kind of lessening psychological problems using, you know, like, medication and, like, chemicals and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, they're both driven by the same, I guess, um, desire to help people that are, you know... Um, I guess, experiencing mental health issues. But Mm -hmm. um, I mean, psychology is a much more broader field, I guess. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, And then the other thing he touched on, which is going to be in another one of the recordings that I got, was that uh, psychology is kind of like the uh, the study of human behavior. Mm -hmm. And that's one that I heard in like, you know, I've asked people like on and off of the the uh not camera, I guess, but the recording, um I've asked a bunch of people, like, what do you think psychology is? And, like, I almost always get the study of human behavior. Mm-hmm. um But I kind of was just going to say that that's not necessarily true because there are animal psychologists, and mm-hmm. animal psychology is, like, this field that is kind of, I wouldn't say blowing up right now, but it's definitely growing. Yeah. Um, it's been definitely growing over the last uh, couple of decades about how, uh, you know, people have pets and people um, are animal rights activists and stuff and kind of, like, knowing why animals do something like that. And, like, I mean, even, like, biologists who, like, go out into, like, the field and, like, study animals and, like, naturalistic observations, Mm -hmm. uh, you could you could potentially call them animal psychologists just because they're studying, like, why animals behave in certain ways in their natural habitat. And that's, like, that's totally a psychological, um, type of observation that's types of observations we do in like labs and in classrooms and everything like that
1: yeah and you know it goes you know it's like two sides of the or two sides of the coin you know a lot of psychologists study animals to Mm -hmm. you know like see human behavior so i mean you could argue vice versa as well yeah
0: that's it's really funny because in actually in uh a lot of almost every uh scientific study that well, not every scientific study, but like a lot of times when people are doing scientific studies that are gonna that they're gonna like generalize to humans later mm-hmm. or that they wanna do on humans later, they almost always uh start on like animals yeah like uh like mice rats and bunnies and mm-hmm. and whatnot like uh and you know whether that's uh right or wrong or ethical that's like a a discussion for like a a different day maybe even a different podcast yeah. but but um but that's definitely a like a thing that like psychology is not only limited to humans whether or not you believe that like animals uh have complex thought which is a debate that people have whether or not animals have complex thought or have more than just instinctual um urges but that there is like a lot of psychology that goes into studying uh those behaviors
1: yeah definitely
0: um uh, what were you, sorry what were
1: you say? oh no I was just saying that um in the concept of learning actually that's where you see a lot of animal studies is um in learning because you want to see if a repeat like a repeated behavior happens because of reinforcement or punishment or whatever mm-hmm. so that's definitely one field where they do a lot of animal studies
0: yeah yeah mm-hmm. I completely agree with you mm-hmm. um there was one that I got from a couple of my co-workers at work while we were in the office, um, and this one's a little bit funny uh, for a couple of reasons, but I'll, I'll play it and we can we can talk about it later. Hey, right. right. Crystal, how are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? What is... I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> what is psychology?
1: Oh, um, I believe it's the study of the mind, right?
0: Uh-huh. Anything, anything else?
1: Like how our mind works, okay. you know, like all the little intricate pieces that work together to make us who we are.
0: Uh-huh. Matt, what do you think psychology is? Psychology. Psych means mind. Is the study. <laughs>
1: Oh, is this a recording? <laughs> yeah, okay. you're going to be
0: on my podcast.
1: Oh, my God. Okay, I, I, the sad thing was I was a psych major about uh, nine years ago. <laughs>
0: uh, Study of the mind, the psychosis, and how we operate as a
1: human, as the human, or how the human mind operates and its connections and depths and I don't, yeah. everything. That's good. Yeah. Everything
0: I about know. the mind. <laughs> what he says. Oh, thanks, yes. You know? Um, I thought that was like just kind of a, a funny thing. you can you can you can tell that there's like more than two people in the room right there. There's like mm-hmm. people like, Oh, psychology, are you studying college? Like kind <laughs> of thing and like um the the whole thing about the mind and like the concept of the mind, like what's your what's your take on like that whole concept of the mind?
1: Oh man. I feel like um a lot of people think of the mind and think of like the unconscious or subconscious or however you phrase it, but um I don't know, it's just so complex because Mm -hmm. it's like, why are we doing the things we're doing? What is motivating us? What is driving us? Mm -hmm. And, you know, even though we can say that we, like, study these things and, like, we find um, certain phenomenon that are, like, repeated in different people, who's to say whether that's what's really driving your behavior? Yeah,
0: see, that's actually a thing that I was going to talk about is that um, psychology, uh, we're... We're going to get into this later about like the whole like whether or not psychology is an actual science. It's an actual science. Yes, it is. But, um, <laughs> but uh, the, the thing that makes it different than a lot of other sciences is that we don't, we don't find results and say this is fact. Like all results that we, almost all the results we find in psychology are like, I guess you could say like very predictive. Mm-hmm. Like you can, with all of these um, studies that we've done and we found like this repeated pattern over and over and over again, mm-hmm. like we uh, we find these patterns over and over and over again, but there are, like, some times where you do research and you find this pattern over and over and over again, but then you have this one, like, outlier. Mm-hmm. And this this, like, principle that we find is not true for, you know, this one person or this one out of every, like, 10,000 people. Yeah. So it's, like, psychology gives you results that are, like, extremely, extremely predictive, but you can never, you know, say that, like, this is fact, you know, yeah. cause it, I think, uh, one of my favorite examples is, well, cause I'm, I'm very into, uh, like, uh, I want to be a therapist. Uh, and so kind of like therapy is really an interesting subject to me because, um, when we talk about like people who, let's like say like depression, people who are depressed. Um, I think it's some, the statistic is like, if you're, if you're depressed, like one third out of every one third of all depressed people, will, like, get better without therapy or, like, something, Mm -hmm. some, like, like, a very large number of people who don't get therapy Mm -hmm. will get better, you know? Um, And then there's, like, a number of people who go through therapy and they won't get better. But there's also, like, if they went to the right therapy for them because Mm -hmm. some people respond really well to, you know, drugs while other people respond really well to, you know, cognitive behavioral therapy. Some people respond really well to, like, two things at once, Mm -hmm. you know, like,
1: and that's the thing, it's like, when you throw in this human variable, you know, like, all people are different, you know, mm -hmm. people are going to respond in different ways, you know, and I think it goes back to that biopsychosocial thing, you know, if you're biologically vulnerable to certain things, then, you know, it's going to take some kind of biological, excuse me, biological, um, I guess, you know solution you know and then like other people it's like that environmental factor that makes them the way they are and you really can't say that it's one or the other you know it's a combination of both but um yeah it's it's definitely um interesting how you know people are different and mm-hmm. that's kind of why
0: <laughs> and then uh uh I think you had you had a uh, you had a, another recording Oh, also, yes. for me, <laughs> I, th- I, I just really like this one because I think it's really funny. <laughs> if you wanted to play that one.
1: Yeah, so this is um, my younger brother, Gabriel, and here's what I asked him. When you think of psychology, what comes to mind? The brain. Uh, is that it? Yes. Why? I mean, like, what about psychology? Studying the brain. Studying like, human. You know. So, <laughs>
0: <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought I thought that was just like really funny and I have like I have another funny one that's pretty funny and that's kind of where I wanted to end like the recordings because like the last point I was gonna make, uh, in terms of talking about what psychology is. Um Alright, so this is my roommate Daisy. Hi Daisy. Hi. Alright, so uh, same question I've been asking everybody. Uh, tell me about psychology. What do you think psychology is? What do you know about psychology?
1: The study
0: of psychological things. And and what does that mean? I, I don't know. You don't know? No, you I have, don't know. You have no guess? No. At all? At all.
1: Zero. Zero. You, like, study things? I don't know. Like, theories or something? I don't know. About... Psychology. Oh my I don't know. <laughs> okay. Can I, can I can I Google it? Can I Google
0: it? <laughs> so I so I think that the the point I was gonna make was that um, in the second half of my other recording with uh, with Matt, he said, "Oh, I was a psych major like nine years ago." And then uh, with Gabe's answer, with Daisy's answer, there's also just like <clears throat> among almost everybody, like you, no one really can tell you like what is psychology, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, we can tell you what's not psychology, you yeah. know, but we can't <clears throat> We can't always tell you what exactly psychology is. There's no real concrete definition for it other than the study of, like, I guess, like what Crystal said, the study of the mind, what John said, the study of uh, behavior, uh, the study of why we do things, the study of the brain, you know. <clears throat> There's all of these different definitions for psychology, um, and they all kind of have to... I think the kind of common thread between them is a study of behavior but it's just so funny how you know it's such a a thing that affects all of our lives that mm-hmm. you know everybody kind of learns something about psychology throughout life whether it be like from like that like I think it's like a tumblr or like an instagram called like psych to go uh-huh. or something like that yeah. where they give you like different like facts that I am not sure or you know, accurate or not, yeah. uh, or if they're just, uh, or if you're just like, kind of like noticing patterns about people or mm-hmm. patterns about yourself, like psychology is kind of this thing that permeates all of our lives because we all think and we all behave and,
1: definitely. Um, and I think it's such an important thing to talk about because even if, you know, you don't gain anything out of, um, I guess like, I guess kind of any material thing, like, you know, A lot of people walk away with a psych degree, you know, like, wondering, like, what am I going to do with this? Um, I know a lot of, like, my friends are feeling that way right now, but the thing is, is I feel like it's an important thing to learn about because it teaches you how to be more empathetic towards other people, you Mm -hmm. know? If you understand what other people are going through, if you recognize these things, it really, um, I guess, allows you to connect with people better, so.
0: And then, so that's kind of where I want to segue into, like, the second half of this uh, program was, uh, kind of like going over like the myths Mm -hmm. of psychology. We kind of briefly talked about this, but, uh, being a, being a psych major and I'm sure to any like professionals in the field, like just like having, having like a, I guess a workable knowledge of psychology, if you can call it that, like Mm a, just like a knowledge of psychology. You run into people, uh, and when you tell them that you study psychology or that you're a psychologist or you want to be a psychologist, you get all of these like, different, different questions, oh, yeah. and so we're gonna, mm-hmm. we're gonna kind of try to take the next, like, 10, 10-ish, 15 minutes, maybe, to uh, kind of, like, debunk some of these theories or some of these myths, um, which the first one, I was kind of, like, looking some of them up, because I, I thought about, like, maybe two or three, but I couldn't think of a bunch of them, mm-hmm. so I was looking them up, and then this one kept coming up over and over and over again, and it's actually one that I used to believe when I was a kid, and it's one that I believed all the way up until maybe when I took my, uh, psychobiology class a couple years ago um and it's this it's this myth that uh we only as humans we only use 10 percent of our brains oh, you know you yes. know that one uh-huh. is that that might be like one of my favorite myths in psychology ever mm-hmm. what what do you have to say about that
1: um okay L- tell me if i'm wrong but is it that you no i'm not even gonna try just tell me what it is <laughs> yeah the, it's just the like the
0: the idea that like People say like, oh man, have you seen like have you seen the movie Limitless? Oh yeah. And like Lucy, mm-hmm. and like the big premise behind both of those movies is that you know Bradley Cooper, Scarlett Johansson, like
1: they access they the access the other ninety
0: percent or- <laughs> of their brain or something like that, and mm-hmm. they become like super smart and like uh, I think Scar- I didn't see Lucy, but I think she even gets like superpowers oh, or something mm-hmm. like that, and like the idea that like because we don't access every part of our brain, like there's like so much hidden potential yeah, it's, in us. Yeah, we
1: use all parts of our brain, right? That's yes, what it is. Yeah. It's
0: just Yeah, that, that's like basically the answer is that we we use every single part of our brain. Mm-hmm. Um like there's there's no part of the brain that is not used. We don't know exactly what every part of the brain does explicitly and specifically in every single part that it all does. Mm-hmm. But the the fact that like we only use ten percent of our brains like that would like just imagine like only using your um like let me think of like a like a small like, big part. like your
1: hypothalamus <laughs> yeah
0: like if you could only use your hypothalamus, like you couldn't do anything you know what I mean like you you need like um like you know like every uh every part of your brain like works together to kind of like make you who you are and mm-hmm. help you like motor skills and yeah
1: just oh, to function to be Jesus. able to see it's like the brain is really incredible it's an incredible thing like it can uh, if you just imagine this imagine if one part of your brain was damaged for example like the visual cortex like it even though it does control your eyes and your vision and that kind of stuff because if like as a result of that if that part was damaged so many other parts would not function correctly because they all work together
0: Mm -hmm. or we even have a we have like people who have like damaged hippocampuses, mm-hmm. and they are not able to. Is it is it they are not that, able to form new memories yeah. or access their old ones?
1: It, it depends on the type of injury, I believe, or I mean, I guess. I, but that just shows how complex it is, you know. I just
0: remember hippocampus is a is memory because oh. my my freshman year roommate. Help me remember that because he said, "If you saw a hippo on campus, you'd never forget."
1: Oh. And I was like, "That was a
0: that was a good one." Thanks, Jerry.
1: I'm glad you brought that up because that's another um, another myth that we've seen a lot is. Um, the short-term memory loss, mm-hmm. you know, so, like, in Finding Dory or in 51st Dates, you know, they can't form new memories, and they always call it short-term memory loss, but that's not actually the correct term. Um, the correct term is anterograde amnesia. Yes. Because um, short-term memory is basically um, all the, I guess, like, anything that you can would, like, obtain or, like, I guess, hold in your brain for a short amount of time. Mm. So, for example, like, if you needed to memorize a phone number, you know, you wouldn't know that number off the top of your head. You have to repeat the numbers o- over and over again. You, like, they w- you would say the first three numbers, the next three numbers, and the next four numbers, and you have to repeat it, you know, to remember. But, um, yeah, short-term memory is not, I guess, held in your brain for a long time until it's moved to long-term memory.
0: So, like, I guess you're saying it's, like, short-term memory loss is kind of a common thing because like not everything that we like everybody like I don't know I can't can't even remember what I ate for breakfast like a few Mm -hmm. days ago (laughs) if I even ate breakfast a few days ago you know what I mean like so like I wouldn't call that like a long-term memory but I wouldn't call it a short-term memory either but I mean it's just like stuff like that you can't remember everything that happens to you Mm -hmm. in in a a day you can't remember everything that happens to you in the within the last hour you know what I mean so Mm -hmm. saying that like short-term memory loss is kind of uh yeah, I guess using that term short term memory loss is kind of uh, interesting.
1: Yeah. Um
0: you know the 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 big one, um, that I, I run into a lot is that, um especially since I tell people I want to be a therapist, is that they uh they ask me, Oh, like what am I thinking right oh, now? Or no. Oh, you're analyzing me, am I crazy? <laughs> like oh, let's let's talk about that one for a second.
1: <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah, everyone always assumes that we're analyzing people and we immediately see them and we know their entire personalities or like their mm-hmm. past history or anything like that. And I don't know, it's kind of ridiculous because you, I mean, there's so much hidden under people, you know, like people have so much depth to them and they just assume that we uh, we know everything they're thinking. I don't know, what do you think of it?
0: Uh, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's kind of, I wouldn't say annoying, but a little bit. (laughs) Um, It's like one of those things, it's like, it falls under the same category as, like, I, I meet people and my name is Chandler, and the first thing they say is, oh, like, from friends. It's like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, I study psychology. Oh, am I oh, crazy? Yeah, like, you or, know like, I mean? when I
1: tell people I'm a twin, they're like, oh, who was born first, or who's older?
0: Or the twin telepathy. Oh, yeah, that oh, hey, too. T- tell me about that.
1: Oh, gosh, yeah, so that's... You know what's funny is my sister and I actually have compiled a list of questions that people literally ask us every time they find out we're a twin uh-huh. so one of them is who's older the other one is can you read each other's minds mm. the other one is i don't know what else is there i guess like do you feel the same things like you know like when one get one gets hurt does the other one get hurt but mm. yeah i mean it's pretty annoying has that
0: ever but i has that ever happened i'm sorry uh, i'm sorry for no worries being the annoying you're person. being
1: cliche don't worry about it <laughs> <laughs> um Yes, it has happened where we were thinking the same thing, and we do say things at the same time. And sometimes we'll finish each other's sentences. But I don't necessarily think that's because we're twins. It's because we spend so much time together. which is
0: if, yeah, because I, ha- I have a, a, a set of twin friends. That's a weird way to say that. <laughs> I have twi- I have friends have that are twins twin back, back at home and they're, they could not be, like, any more out of sync, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, almost always they can be any more out of sync, and, like, more bickery, and,
1: you know what I <laughs> yeah, mean? Yeah, and, so. I mean, I feel like the relationship with me and my sister is the same as if, you know, you were, like, best friends with someone and spent all your time with them, like, obviously you guys would have, like, you know, similar thoughts and yeah. stuff like that. Agreed, agreed. Um. <laughs>
0: um, another one, psychology is a pseudoscience.
1: Oh you're killing me
0: <laughs> What do you have to say about that
1: Okay first of all I just want to put this out there that psychology is a real science mm-hmm. We use the scientific method in all of our studies mm. um, we conduct research ethically we do it in the most efficient and accurate you know way that we can and actually the interesting thing is that a lot a lot of people think that psychologists are you know like, fighting against each other in the field, because, you know, it really is a cutthroat field, because um, what psychologists do is when they put a research paper out there, or put Mm -hmm. a journal article out there, other psychologists will, you know, like, pick it apart and make sure that it's accurate, and if it's not, then they'll, you know.
0: Yeah, and, like, any kind of, like, a lot of, yeah, a lot of people, like, kind of take that as a, like, yeah, psychologists are fighting, or there's a lot of animosity in the field, but it's really, like, it's really, like, as academics, like, it's really a, a favor to us like yeah, if i yeah. were to if i were to write a paper and like or like if i were to do research and write a paper and and then you were to read it and you were to you know criticize it for me like i wouldn't take that criticism as like a oh my gosh like sarah thinks she's like better than me or sarah is <laughs> much more smarter than me or anything like that it's it's more of a just uh we like just a wanna, favor yeah because we, we want to
1: make sure it's accurate you know
0: and the whole thing another a lot of times people will say like well, it can't be a real science because everything that you guys say is like based in theory, which I can say, yes, that is true. Almost everything that we say is based in theory, almost. Um, but at the same time, there's other sciences that are making huge, huge contributions to the world right now that are also all based in theory. Mm-hmm. The field of quantum physics is um or like quantum mechanics is com- almost completely based in theory like a lot of like the work that Einstein did like those aren't those are not laws of physics they're theories of physics mm-hmm. which you know definitionally are very very similar but it's like mm-hmm. something that can't be proved like the theory of relativity versus you know like yeah. it's it's all most most science is all theory now because scientists are very very um apprehensive about you know taking any kind of discovery and calling it fact because you know uh i think it was best said in like my personality class when they were talking about um i can't remember which psychologist it was so this is me being a bad student (laughs) but there's this psychologist studying um drive theory behind like theories of personality and theories of learning and uh they put a rat in a uh, like a maze and like uh they were trying to say show that they can teach this rat that to go through the maze and everything and i don't remember the exact experiment but like they this uh they had so many rats, like I think like twenty rats, thirty rats like went through this maze perfectly after they did their procedures, mm-hmm. but all it and because they said like because the rat was hungry, it was always gonna find the cheese, um, and even though it was like almost directly in front of them, so they had like one more rat and it was like a hungry rat, but it was a very dumb rat, and it mm-hmm. went the other direction in the cheese, and so like all of that work that they made for drive theory, which was, like, they were, like, this is this is definitely it. Drive theory mm. is definitely, like, the theory of personality and the theory <laughs> of learning. Um, all was ruined by one dumb rat. Like, years <laughs> of research all ruined by one oh, dumb rat, no. you know? So, like, that's why scientists are all so apprehensive to, like, say, like, this is fact because, you know, one thing. You only need, you need so much data to, like, prove something is true. Mm-hmm. But you only need one piece of data to, like, kind of... Say... Well, this isn't true for everything.
1: You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's a it's definitely a growing field and you know, mm-hmm. like there's constantly research being updated and you know, tested and you know, like there's so many new things to learn about psychology.
0: And I think a lot of times when people think about psychology as a pseudoscience, I don't think that they're thinking about stuff like human factors, which is like an applied cognitive psychological mm-hmm. field. They're thinking about stuff more like social psychology, like the mm-hmm. idea that like if you go into like the middle of campus and look up and start pointing at something and you get three other people to do it, then you'll create a mob, which is funny because I've seen it done before. Oh, wow. But like, it's like stuff like that, like those like social psychological principles and like those mm-hmm. sociological principles and stuff like that, that people kind of really uh, point at when they're talking about psychology as a pseudoscience. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Um, do you have any? Do you have any other?
1: Any um, other? Oh, one that really you know gets me is when people think that um anyone suffering from psychological you know disorders or that are diagnosed with anything clinical that they can just um i don't know just get better Mm -hmm. that's one thing that really boils my blood
0: yes okay the (laughs) so uh just just like i guess since we're on the subject like if you are suffering from any like kind of distress if you're depressed or have anxiety or have any kinds of feelings of those sorts like there's countless ones um there are resources for you and we like definitely encourage you to go to those resources mm-hmm. um but yeah that's really funny because of i i know a lot of people and i've personally experienced people who you know have issues or they're very depressed or they have like some sort of issue going on mm-hmm. and then there's their family or their friends are like you know, if you just, like, if you would just do this, you know, you oh. wouldn't feel that way, like, yeah. there, there's, because, like, um, I think, you know, sometimes, like, the best ways to explain psychology is, like, from little kids, um, and I heard this little kid one time who was, I had, like, heard a speech from this little kid who had been diagnosed with, like, childhood depression, mm-hmm. um, and he said, like, that there's a difference between, like, sadness and depression, and he said, uh, sadness is something that everybody feels, um, and it's, he said, the difference between sadness and depression is that you feel sadness when everything is going wrong, but you feel depression when everything is still going right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so, like, the idea that, like, people who are depressed or have anxiety, like, people who are anxious about the future, you mm-hmm. can, and you just tell them to stop worrying, you know? Oh. Like, that's not
1: it's not making anything better and also the thing is is that you know like they're having these feelings um it's like i think the thing with psychological disorders is that feeling of loss of control mm-hmm. you know so it's like you can't control how you're feeling and like i control is like the one thing that like you know helps people to get through life, because they have control of their future, they have control over their careers, their lives, you know, Mm -hmm. and um, when someone is telling you, you know, like, just get over it, or, you know, just, you know, like, get better already, it's, it's, it's kind of insensitive to treat people that way, you know? Mm -hmm. Um,
0: Further stigmatizes, also further stigmatizes, like, mental health issues, mm -hmm. I think, you know, like, if, like, if you're someone who has, like, a mental health issue, if you're, I guess I keep using depression because it's, like, almost, like, the easiest one to, to talk well, about. Well,
1: I mean, it's so common, yeah. you know.
0: But, like, if you're depressed and, like, everybody else is happy and they're telling you, just be happy. Like, it's not that hard. That's further making it harder for you to be happy because now not only you can't be happy, you're different than everybody mm-hmm. else. And there's no reason that you're different than everybody else. So you're just bad at life. Yeah. Uh, and it's That's- really sad. Um, mm mm-hmm.
1: And but yes. that's also why I think it is important for people to become aware of these things, you mm-hmm. know, raise awareness of, um, I guess, these symptoms and I guess just how people are feeling, you know, just make it more empathetic. But um, another thing is um, childhood disorders. A lot of people think, you know, because you're a kid, you know, you're, you should be happy and carefree. Like you mm. can't have these adult issues like that's not possible, you know, when it really is, you know, children do suffer from depression and anxiety, So, um,
0: (laughs) yeah, no, I, I, I completely agree. And, you know, that's like, uh, I can, yeah, couldn't have said it better myself. There's, yeah, (laughs) that's it. Um, but I don't know. I think, I think we're coming up on time. So I think we're gonna, we're gonna cut this one short. How do you feel about this one? Good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Awesome. Well, thank you guys for listening to the first episode of Out of Your Mind. Uh, Hey guys, this is Chandler from Out of Your Mind, just letting you guys know that, uh, we didn't have any of this when we recorded our first episode, but we finally have uh, some social media, you know. So you guys can, you know, tweet at us or email us any topics you guys want us to talk about. Um, our email address is gonna be out of your mind forty nine at gmail dot com and our Twitter is gonna be OYM forty nine. So you guys can tweet at us, follow us, and uh email us you know also let us know any topics you guys want us to talk about on future episodes and we will see you next time
1: thanks guys goodbye